Alrighty, guys, welcome back to another episode of the All Aces Podcast. My name's Anthony. I'm joined by my friends. What's up? It's your boy Danny. We're back again. It's Nate. And we got the whole media crew, Freddie. Mondo and Mark in the back. Shout out to boys. And today, guys, we got a little bit different of a type of podcast today. Um, tell them why, Dan. These past couple episodes, we've gotten some great feedback, and we're super grateful for that. But the one thing we have been hearing is that we need to do an intro and kind of give a little bit of a reason as to why we started the podcast. So this episode, we're doing just that. Um, we're rocking with just the boys that we're going to talk about kind of the background of the podcast on how this whole thing got rolling. And this is a podcast that I've been wanting to do this whole time. So I know going into the podcast, you guys already knew each other. So can you guys give us a little bit of backstory about how you guys met each other and how you guys got this whole team rocking with each other? Yeah. So that's kind of like a first date, huh? <laughs> like we're dating. Well, but well, I think you can. Romance uh, is very important, guys. Romance is important. Romance man. is important. <laughs> so you can kind of kick it in. Start it off for good. And well, he'll, say, he'll tell his side of the story. I'll tell my no, side. Hopefully it matches up a little bit. <laughs> so look, it, it all started about, shoot, maybe like 14, 15 years ago. When your boy came here straight from the motherland, straight from Mexico. Um, at the time, you know, when I first got here, I was going to school, whatever. Fast forward, graduate high school. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life because, you know, with my legal status, I couldn't really go to school and pursue like the typical, you know, go to college, get a good career type of deal. Um, so I ended up doing a bunch of odd shit, to be honest with you, until I kind of figured out that I could do something. So at the time, I was working construction, doing security. And one of one of the oddest jobs that I've all of them, I should say, was I was going door to door selling vacuums. I was really selling curvy vacuums. I still I still swear by them to this day, by the way. And it's crazy because this is kind of like those it's one of those butterfly effect moments where I, I knocked on a door and I didn't even know what was going to come of it. But uh, to be honest with you, if I would have never knocked on that door in Visalia, I, I would have never met Anthony. And we probably I probably wouldn't be here right now, to be honest with you. So um, it was really cool. Long story short, I ended up knocking on the door of the parents of Anthony's really good friend, uh, childhood friend actually, and they were all in they were all in business together at one point. It was um it was for an insurance company that I ended up you know after like a year of um, his name is Alex shout out to boy Alex his dad following up trying to get me to join you know the business um, or at least check it out you know I finally went I met him and um, yeah man that's that's where I first saw Anthony we were we were kind of like knew each other from afar I would say. So anyways, this company was called WFG, which is very much like PHP or anything like that. If you've heard about them, um, good companies, not bad companies, but it ended up not being for us, to be honest with you. Um, good business, though, nevertheless. And yeah, dude, I met him there. At the time, I couldn't do the life. It's a life insurance company. I couldn't do the life insurance thing, like I said, because of, uh, of my legal status. So I ended up going my own way. And at the time, I just like literally one day, I just got a random call from our mutual friend, Alec. And then he's like, hey, bro, uh, you remember Anthony? And I was like, uh, yeah, kind of. I remember who Anthony is. He's like, yeah, bro, you know, he just gave me a call. And he says, uh, you know, he has an opportunity to that. Uh, I already told him about your background. And, you know, they know. Dude, and I uh, remember him calling me. Like, there was, there was literally a phone call where he called. He's like, hey, bro, I got this guy, super sharp. But he can't work with us, bro, because he doesn't have his, you know, legal status right. Yeah, dude. So, um, Alec, Alec uh, gave me a call. And he was like, hey, don't worry about it. I was like, bro, like, you already know what's up. And he was like, yeah, no, it's cool, bro. Like, you know, they, they already know that. And you're good to go. <laughs> Dan thought he was going in to get set up or something. <laughs> so I was like, shit, is this ice? Or what? <laughs> but, yeah, no, oh, nevertheless, good. I showed up. And uh, I met with Anthony and uh, our mentor now, Matt. And uh, it was over there in Sanger. Funny enough, that office, like I said, butterfly effect type things, that office was like about two miles from my mom's apartment, which I ended up back in around that time that um, I went to go visit the Sanger office. Dude, and the crazy part is your mom's apartment was the apartment I also grew up in because that was like my dad's apartment as well. Mm -hmm. So like it all kind of worked together in a crazy way. Yeah, it was really weird. Like looking back at it, uh, whenever we like talked about it one day, um, and we'd like tell the story, it's super crazy because it's like, 
so many little things kind of happened, you know, that are like little funny coincidences. But anyways, I mean, long story short, I think at that point, uh, and that's how I started with Academy West, by the way. And I think at that point, you had already been there for like about like a year or so, huh? Yeah, so I was there about a year. Yeah, about a year in. Um, yeah, about a year. Uh, yeah, so like I said, at that point, Anthony had already been there with Academy West there. But um, something that a lot of people don't know about him is that before that, he was uh, he was out there slinging five-layer burritos, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, tell, 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 tell people about those times. Yeah, really slinging five-layer burritos. Yeah, a lot of people don't know is actually uh, one of my first jobs ever was at Taco Bell. And so, yeah, I was the guy in the back. I, actually, I didn't even cook, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I didn't get my hands dirty. I was only in the front. Uh, but yeah, that's how I got my start, man. I was working at Taco Bell, and then uh, I would do that more in the nights. And then throughout the day, I would work in construction with my dad. Yeah, man, shortly after that, kind of sp speed a little bit forward how me and Danny met is uh, I went to college for about a year, moved all the way to Seattle, Washington, and um, picked up my whole life, man. Moved over there, and then uh, after a year... Um, I moved all the way back, man. I dropped out of college. It kind of really wasn't for me. Probably like a lot of you guys watching at home where maybe you guys dropped out or maybe school wasn't for you. And, um, yeah, I actually came back for that life insurance thing Dan was talking about. Uh, one of my good buddies, Alec was, uh, doing life insurance, kind of door to door life insurance as well. And, um, yeah, I saw the opportunity for me. The, the biggest thing for me is I always kind of wanted to make money to take care of my family, uh, future family and all that kind of cool stuff. And, um, I saw that, that that was like a pretty good vehicle to, to do it that I saw. So started doing that first couple of years really didn't like, <laughs> I didn't make any money at all and uh, nothing bad against like the company, right? It was just for me, like it wasn't just maybe not the best opportunity for us. Um, and then a couple of years into it, I knew of Dan, like I, I remember seeing you throughout the meeting, right? We saw each other a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> And back then, I think you had long hair still, no? I had long hair, yeah. Back then, I was actually, I, had, <laughs> I, had, I was rocking the long hair. So if you remember me from back in the day, you remember the you remember the, the long, curly hair. We got to pull up a picture for this right now. We're going to pull up right, a picture right so now, you guys can like see. We'll pop it up, yeah. There's, <laughs> so, a, few, there's a few good ones. <laughs> you ever, if you ever imagine like a Mexican version of Tarzan, that was Dan. Uh, that was, yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good, that's, that's a good like analogy, that right? Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, we did that. We met a little bit in there. And then uh, pretty soon, ended up um, actually... Matt, the, the, our mentor that kind of Danny talked about a little bit was actually um, one of my dad's best friends growing up. And so I told my dad, hey, like th there was always one guy growing up that was always super successful um, that I kind of saw from afar. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ended up remembering that it was this guy, Matt, you know, and I told my dad, hey, I really want to sit down with him, kind of pick his brain, kind of see how he works and kind of see how he got to where he's at. You know, he's in insurance. I'm in insurance. And at the end of the day, like me in the back of my head, I really had a like personal agenda to like sell him a policy. Um, but it didn't work out. He ended up selling me on working for Academy West. And, um, yeah, I was there about a year after about a year, I got the call from Alec and, uh, that's when he said, Hey, I got a, I got a guy who can't work with us over here because of his status and stuff. And we met with Dan and that's yeah. how, that's how it goes down. That's how it happened. And, um, funny story, like a month and a half later, we were, uh, we were opening up the Lindsay location, actually. Well, you guys were opening up the Lindsay location. And um, next thing you know, we're out there in the summer, middle of the valley summer. We're fucking painting the walls. They're like 15 foot tall, like OG building. Uh, he doesn't like heights. He was up there painting. Have me on the top. ladder. Yeah, of course. Have the guy who doesn't like heights on the ladder. That makes a lot <laughs> of like sense. The, the 12 foot ladder is funny. <laughs> so, and um, I, th I think through that, I would say that's kind of how our friendship kind of really solidified. Just kind of literally building that, rebuilding that building. We renovated it. Yeah. Um, there was like a contractor that I was helping, but I went and we did a lot of the heavy. We were together well. like. Every day. Literally every day. Every day, every day all day, yeah. And I think yeah. after that, like, it kind of, I guess, Nate, kind of like Nate was saying, where it really start, sparked the bromance, I guess yeah. you can say. <laughs> bro, yeah, the bromance is strong in the story. Yeah, I'm like, bro. damn. <laughs> like, we were... We Bromates. Were, like, yeah. We were together every day after work. We kind of go to the office. At one point, we actually worked at the same yeah, office. We, so we carpool. Good chunk of time, um, got an apartment together. Yeah. 
We move kind of quick, you know, things move quick when you know no it's the one. So. No kids. <laughs> yeah, no kids yet. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of, um, that's kind of the story of how, that's kind of the story of Captain America and, you know, Iron Man uh, with the Avengers. But also, if you, if you know about the Avengers, you know that they have their Thor, right? And uh, Thor or Hulk, bro? I don't even know. Thor which or Hulk. I don't know. I don't know which one. He's I say green. Thor. I, I am. Say Hulk, the green bro. is on right now. <laughs> yeah. so. well, the green is on. The green right? is so, on. You know, Hulk, uh, you know, he, the Avengers brought in hulk as well and uh, if you could tell from the size of the biceps you know w- one of us is hulk it's definitely not me uh definitely not anthony so <laughs> it, it, it's nate you guys got some good arms over there i don't know man i see you get some games these past I, I, couple I, I, weeks two, two of my arms two of my arms give you make one of yours so. <laughs> Liberty right now. let's go nate Show it. there you go so i know that the the, the media crew behind the camera they got to do a good job at photoshopping bam right here those spongebob arms on there yeah. like blowing into put them. some popeye arms that's just my secret too i just get a straw <laughs> put some size on them uh so th- that's Nate, man um he's he's the th- i said thor i call him the black thor um just because look at him look how beautiful he why do you is. call him the black thor though hey he told me to call him that <laughs> i never went I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's kind of kinky name, but hey, I'm going to rock with it, bro. Hey, I'll give you that. He knows my kinks. <laughs> Let's just keep it there. But, uh, I, look, I, I don't want to steal his thunder, so you know, I'm going to let him tell his story. How did we come together? Oh, the great a, Dappy. A, a triplet. The great Dappy's the one. Okay, so we all have a mutual friend. How would you guys even describe Dappy, actually? Because he introduced me to these guys and then dipped. Like I, I haven't connected with all of them together since that first time. So how would you guys like describe Dappy? You know, Dappy, dude, he's a, he's a really cool guy. Shout out Dappy, man. He's putting in a lot of work. Shout right out there, Dappy, and, you know, and working he's got a real estate game going. So that's awesome. Um, I, I would describe Dappy. He's the chillest. He's literally the chillest fucking guy you'll ever meet. That's the best. That's the only second thing I say about Dappy. I'm um, a super smart guy too, um, but chill, dude. Like chill. Like he gives me chill vibes. Like that. Um, Kind of like that Nemo turtle, that turtle from Nemo, Crush. But it introduces me to these guys. Uh, hasn't kicked it. Like, I don't think we've all kicked it together since. Like, didn't go to the Chris, didn't go to like the Halloween party, nothing. Introduced us. And like, ever since then, like, we kind of clicked, huh? I feel. I came over that one time, yeah. checked it out. I think it was like football Sunday. You guys got me into prize picks. So <laughs> shout out to prize picks. Won a, won a little bit of money with you guys. Also lost a lot. You know, I don't focus that. on the losses <laughs> though. Yeah, you yeah. don't got to focus on the losses. Just being yeah. honest, bro, we got to mention the gambling risk. You know, like that's true. I know. When Would they say tell? take it out when you're ahead, never happens. Best piece of advice I can give you. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I met them, and then I started training Danny. So that's why I do personal training too as well. Um, got into that a long time ago. Played football at a college level, so then I've always been into that. And then you know, started taking it serious. What position were you, bro? I'm curious. Running back and safety. Slot whenever they wanted to pass it. I was basically like a CMC, bro. Okay, let's not. <laughs> like it's basically, but I return kicks and punts. I don't see him there. doing that. I don't see him doing that, all right? You know? And I stayed healthy. <laughs> he did for you guys, though, so that's a nice plus. Uh, let's not go there. Huh? So, dude, well, one thing also, too, that a lot of people don't know, or some people know, actually, if they know you personally, is that, is that you, have, you have a daughter, right? I do have a daughter, yeah. She's about to be three in March, too, which is crazy to think about. So How they, does it feel to have a three-year-old, bro? It's like you need a drink. You know when you get off of work, you need a drink at the end of the day? <laughs> it's kind of like that, but parenting, like, all the time. But is it, like, a good drink, or is it a drink that makes you, like, sour face? That's a good drink. It's a good, good drink. drink. It's good just drink. like okay. you need that decompression go. drink. No, having a kid's amazing, bro. Like, there's no better feeling than having a kid. So I like it. It's cool. I mean, I would definitely wait till the right time. If you guys are thinking about having kids out there, wait till the right time. Don't rush it, but it's the biggest blessing you can have. She's, she's really cool. She, it's funny. She looks like a... She looks like Adonis, so we'll see if we can pop Drake's a son. 
pop that up. Dude, yeah, I don't know. We, we, we got to pop a side by side. Yeah, we have to pop. Yeah, right there. So, like, now we're all caught up with the All Aces timeline, right? We got Thor, we got Iron Man, Captain America, and we got the Avengers assembled. Um, I want to talk about something that's big coming up. We're all big sports guys here. Um, and we got the Super Bowl coming up. So, we got Patty Mahomes, this next Saint, you know, the next Tom Brady. It's a little bit of a sensitive sensitive subject right now yeah i thought the niners were supposed to be in the super you know, bowl you said here's the thing bro. you said they weren't going to lose to the eagles here's the thing sometimes Jalen life throws you adversity right life throws you adversity okay. and uh sometimes the adversity life throws you is meant to make you stronger you're not even meant to get over it sometimes you're just meant to get stronger you, you feel terror and so what happened was when you don't have a quarterback which i'm sure you know you played football right when you don't have a quarterback it's very hard to pass the ball so you know without my boy purdy it's tough, you know. Pretty bad situation. The pretty bad. So you know what? And then you got the boy Jalen Hurts. Obviously, the Eagles. They already you know. They already a, a, a nice opponent. Always so, go for the light skin. Come on. Guys. Not having. Not pretty having is. Really has, he has some dog in him. <laughs> All right. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> so look, um, I, I want to see. I want. I want to get. I want to see what your predictions are. Who, who do you guys have? Uh, obviously, I mean Pat Mahomes. The next Tom Brady, the second coming of Tom Brady, maybe a little bit nicer. And then we got Jalen Hurts, you know, Nick Saban's black sheep that made it all the way out. Uh, and, you know, I think he, he plays with the chip on his shoulder. I mean, he's talented, but he plays with the chip on his shoulder. That's so, Lincoln Riley right there, bro. Huh? That's a Lincoln Riley OSU right there. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I, me, I, I'll give mine first, dude. Honestly, I think, I think the Chiefs are going to take it. I think schematically, I don't think the coaches line up. Uh, I don't think it's a good coach lineup for, for the Eagles. They have good coaches, but... Um, I just, I, I man, you know, on the Chiefs too, they got some genius chess players on the back end, and obviously they have the players, um, they have the players to make those crazy things happen on the front end. So I, I think, I think the Chiefs have the edge on this one, and if I have to put any money on it, you know, I'm putting my money on, on Patty Mahomes, man. That guy, he's magical. Yeah, I think for me, I'm not gonna watch it at all. <laughs> That's insane. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be with Nick Bosa. Uh, we're gonna be standing on Crying. the sidelines, not watching the game. And uh, you know, to be honest, but if I had it, if I if I was gonna watch and I had to go for someone, I definitely go for Patty Mahomes, man. To me, to be honest with you, Patty Mahomes, he's it, man. And, to, and here's my point. Here's my point: is the Eagles were only up by we actually we were tied, and we were Niners were driving, we're about to go up until Josh Johnson, our fourth string, uh, he's been on a hundred thousand teams. Till he fumbled the ball. The Niners were going, bro. Excuses. And even, even with the four-string quarterback, and on top of that, even going in a half, we were going to get the ball back. So to be down only about – you're only going to beat the Niners by like 14 points. like Only two touchdowns. Bro, but we were driving. And the thing we, we turned it over on the 15th. So long story short, to only beat the Niners like that, reality, the score doesn't really exemplify the, what the game was. If you really watched it, you, you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like when the Niners are just handing off the ball every single play, like – Bro, I mean, you, that's what I'm saying. Have like one of the best running backs, so it's not a bad idea. But every play, all they gotta do is stack the box. So for me, you can't even. Be, if they were to play the Niners, Brock Purdy's in. Hell, throw in Jimmy G, bro. It's a entirely different ballgame. So if you can't even beat the Niners without a quarterback, you're not gonna be Patty Mahomes, bro. No way. So from the sounds of it, I mean, it don't like, tell me you're from Drew for Jalen, bro. That's what it sounds like. The Eagles don't are gonna win the it. Super Bowl. Don't do it. And shout out to Stop. Always Sunny in Philadelphia, because you guys better make an episode about this. <laughs> Where you try to steal Patrick Mahomes, but you end up stealing his brother instead. This will be the best episode you guys will ever make in your life. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, but yeah, Eagles are definitely taking it. Jalen Hurts is going to ball out, bro. And he's not going to get replaced at the halftime in the national championship. Like what happened with Bam, all right? It's, they're taking it. I think it's going to be like 34 to like 24. It's going to be like 
They're gonna win by at least two possession easily. Really? I think Patty. Their defense is good, bro. And if Patty has time to heal up, but. He still had that high ankle sprain, and that Eagles defensive line was just – that's why Purdy got hurt because they, they had pressure on him. So he's going to bring a lot of pressure to Pat Mahomes. Bro, it was on the first play. We had a tight end blocking him, bro. So to me, also, I'm not dude, impressed. It was kind of like one of those fluke plays, dude. Like it was just – I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah, but me. that dude kept making plays. I've got yeah, his name. Like they were balling. That D-line uh, was like getting to them, though. He made, he made three plays, bro. But, it's, uh, you know, he's making plays, I'm sure. <laughs> You're still hurting. It's all right. It's, it's okay. You thought it was your year, bro. It's all right. I get you, you it. I'd, know be, it was I'd a be hurt play, too. The play of the game, Trent Williams grabbed a man by his almost by his neck, threw him on the ground, took out the frustration, play of the game. Bro, all I know is like <laughs> it could always be worse, right? We could always be like a Cowboys fan. In reality, NFL's rigged. Patty Mahomes is not going to go without losing. Patty, they need Patty Mahomes to win. He can take over the Brady throne. That's what it is. It's not happening. Bro, look at the refs, bro. The refs, the refs gave Patty Mahomes the game against the Bengals. I mean, arguably, bro, the Bengals, the Bengals. As Steeler fans, we know the Bengals are always gonna be the Bengals. You know, my boy, Eli, dirty boy, play, you run, doing you run something stupid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's the Bengals, bro. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> that is. A they beat the Bills. They were overhyped all year. You, you know what? The Bills. The only ah. team has been consistent. Consistent was the Eagles. Oh my god, bro. The Eagles got the Eagles got killed at the end of the season. What are you talking about? Yeah, when Jalen was hurt. Bro, what happened? What With happened? Minshew? Oh, but the Niners, when we're on our fifth string quarterback, that it is shouldn't even matter who's back that, there, bro. Oh my God. CMC better, like, go in there and what? sling some touchdowns, bro. <laughs> the, the fuck the part is that he was. He was going to. No, he was. I'm he joking was. about it, but he was oh going to go gosh. in there. CMC was putting in work. That was a tough game, honestly. I think a lot of people had the Niners. Um, and, dude, I mean, that was just the fucking Philly luck kicked in, dude. That Philly special luck fucking kicked in, dude. But on the topic of the Super Bowl, man, and the NFL, obviously we know the Super Bowl is like a big, it's like a big event, right? Um, dude, one of the things that uh, um, that I like kind of seeing like kind of develop in business is how these big companies, these big brands are grabbing like fucking like influencers or like YouTubers and kind of using them as strategical pieces for like their marketing, right? Um, and honestly, I'm surprised like the NFL is usually like at the forefront of like marketing shit, um, new like strategies and stuff like that all the time. And I'm just surprised that they haven't picked up somebody, maybe not necessarily the nail boys, but some, someone of that caliber, right. To kind of help them push the sport and push the brand, right. Kind of like how Dana, I mean, Dana White, he's, he, he's a fucking, he's a G himself. And that's kind of what he did. Right. I mean, I feel like the UFC's brand has really kind of grown into the youth, because of the because of the Nelk boy, yeah, you could attribute a lot of it to that. I think the whole collabs uh, the UFC was done right with Dana White. I mean, he did a he literally did a Hasbula collab, did a Nelk Boys collab. He's done a he's done a Rock collab. Like the Rock has a official genius, shoes. bro. He's a genius when it comes. Yeah, to bro, like in tune, hundred percent. And so I don't. Whenever I first saw him on the Nelk Boys videos, that was kind of the first time I really saw like a president of a company like that that's actually going out and. Actually, in the billion dollar company, yeah, in the, and he balls out right? with them. Like they actually have hella fun together. Yeah. Like it's not like they're just like he's for the show like of it. square fucking fake shit. Like he's he's out there fucking. He's out there chilling. Yeah, dude. And another big move that um, Dana White just did was: Did you guys see he signed Prime? He signed like the Logan Paul and KSI with Prime. You see that? I did not say, but Prime is actually really good. I actually really like Prime a lot it. too, I, dude. I haven't tried it. I've had bad reviews about it, but it's um, just super sweet. But it's if, super if the, sweet, if the label is like correct, it's pretty dope for being as sweet as it is with that low of sugar too. So it's not too bad. Mm. But I think it's a smart move, right? Because I think that Dana White could have used any other brand, right? There's a lot of brands I'm sure come up to Dana White to try to become the official sports drink of, of UFC. But the fact that he used them, bro, he's 
going to leverage their, their audience, right? 100%. And I feel like he's pretty in tune with marketing like that and getting that organic growth off that mm -hmm. as well, too. But, you know, I was just going to say, because if you think about everything he did with the Nelk Boys, I mean, he kind of brought him in, right? He, like, goes into videos with them and stuff like that. But he also let him basically, like, I guess, in a sense, sponsor, like, Sugar Sean, right? And I think there's one more guy that... Um, that they sponsored directly, like it's their fighter in a sense, you know, where he kind of let them have like a, like a, like they, he let them get into the business. And for him, all the content that they've gotten out of that, um, dude, I think he's just leveraged the shit out of the brand there, like for free, mm -hmm. you know? I think it's definitely changing. You know, I think that before it was always content was super bad. It was always like all, everyone that was older that wasn't creating content, I feel like looked at content like a, a negative thing. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like it's really changing where they're looking at it as more something that they, you can actually monetize and make money off, right? Get more eyeballs. And it's more accessible too. I feel like kids nowadays have it a little bit easier because they're growing up like pretty much editing on like TikTok, stuff like that. So they're already getting these skill sets. Like my little sister just blew up randomly, you know what I mean? And then like all because she learned how to do it. So I think it's making it accessible. And now they're able to get that audience without having to go through the companies. Mm -hmm. And that's why they, they can kind of leverage the companies now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's really big, dude, getting the younger crowd because the younger crowd... They don't watch fucking ESPN, dude. All the like the younger <laughs> kids, man, they're not watching ESPN. Like, even me, I don't really watch ESPN. All my news, all my news for sports and shit come on fucking TikTok and like Instagram. You know what I mean? Easily, so, yeah, hundred percent. And like everybody follows like their influencers, and now I feel like the influencers are kind of like like back in the day, you used to have like a TV show like The Fairy Odd Parents and shit like that. Well, now you watch fucking Logan Paul, you watch the fucking mm -hmm. and stuff like that. All so. I watch is YouTube, right? I can't remember the last time I even had cable. To be honest with you. Honestly, and I think, like you said too, it goes back to content because I feel like the content on there is so good. Like the average person is getting that much better at creating content now. You know what I mean? So I think that's a really good side of it too. And then when you guys are talking about sports too, isn't FaZe, don't they have something with the NFL too? Because I know that... Um I know they did a collab. So they, they did a collab with the Super Bowl. Because Murray's a part of, Kyler Murray's a part of yeah. FaZe as well too, yeah. right? Yeah, and they, they also just did a collab with Nike too, bro. Like where they have a Nike shoe... That's that's phase phase. Like, that's what I'm saying. Phase Nike shoe. That's, that's sick. And that's one of the first ones that were coming out with content like that too, with gaming mm -hmm. and stuff. So that's dope. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be exciting seeing. Um. I mean, I can't see what big brand is gonna be the next one to collab with somebody like the Nelk Boys and stuff like that. I'm sure the NFL they're already working on some type of contract. Um. I, I feel like nowadays, if you don't, you know, you kind of have to. You look at the NBA and the N MLB. They're so fucking boring, man. They're. I feel like they're still stuck in the past. Even compared to the NFL. Dude, know? the MLB is way behind. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. The, the commissioner of the MLB is so far freaking behind where... He's Dude, they're just not in tune. Like, no, I feel they're like not. they're like on 1950s. He's still going to the pharmacy. He's still going to the pharmacy and ordering fucking soda pop. That's what he's fucking doing, man. Get him out of there. Like, the he gets pop, his, too. It's the pop, too. <laughs> That's what pop. it is. He gets his milk delivered by the milkman still. <laughs> still, <laughs> Hey, you could still do that. I seen that happen to one of my neighbors the other day, and I was surprised <laughs> the that there's still a milkman. I don't know why it blew my mind. You know what? Another thing, too, though, to point out is... I feel like part of it, though, it is a big brand going out and reaching out, but it's also these creators that are treating their, their fucking YouTube channel and their brand like a business, right? I mean, you look at, um, like, Mr. Beast, right? Obviously, Logan Paul, I feel like he, he I, don't, I don't know if he necessarily started like that, but he did transition into treating it like a business. And, I mean, fuck, dude, the Nelk Boys, I read, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I read that the Nelk Boys did $70 million in merch sales in 2021. That's fucking nuts. Dude. That's insane. 70, 70 mil? mil? 70 million. Yeah, 70 million, dude. I don't even know what they did in 2022, dude. 2021, that was like... Wait, that was just off merch? That was just off merch. In what year? 2021? 2021. Bro, and they've gotten... But they have Happy Dads too and stuff. They have like a lot of ways. Dude, but they've gotten way bigger ever since 2021. Like 2022, they blew up even more, yeah, I think. I agree. Yeah, they're yeah. like a household name now with everybody. Yeah, that's, they are, dude. I that's when like I feel like they got them on the pod. They got the podcast going, right? Where, like They got like really A-list celebrities on their podcast. Yeah, they got fucking Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Those guys, they're big players, dude. Honestly, I feel like them... 
I feel like that guy, Kyle, man, Forgard. How do you say his last name? Forgard? Forgard? Kyle Forgard is one of the most underrated businessmen of all time, for sure. He's fucking slept on as a businessman, for sure. Dude, he's about that. That's going to be a billion dollar company. Dude, because the thing is, people just look at, I feel like people still look at him as like someone who just does pranks, right? But like business guys, from if you look at it from the outside of it, right? Like this guy started his own alcohol brand. He started his own merch line. He's, he has, and more importantly, I think he has a team of people that are all work together and all create content together. And he keeps them all under the same umbrella. Like, I don't think people really understand and realize how hard it is to keep a team together, especially of that size that's producing that much like volume and views and, and average like everything. At that right? level, yeah. I'd say like because you said how they just started those businesses, but they're doing it successfully too. They like at a high level, and to be able yeah. to do all that and then keep up with everybody is fucking insane. And I think that's a, a big part of it too that I've seen, dude. And obviously, we don't know behind the scenes a thousand percent, right? But what I've seen that they've done is they've hired like CEOs and presidents of their company where they're not all running to themselves. Like I think that's a big part of what people need to understand sometimes is that you don't have to do everything yourself. Like you see a lot of these influencer brands and crypto and all this other different types of stuff that I've seen that kind of has flopped, dude. But it's because like the influencer is the influencer. They're meant to get all the eyeballs, right? And a lot of times they can be good business people too, but I feel like there's other people that are going to be way better at business. Like for example, myself, right? Like I like fitness, but I know for for hundred percent sure that you're going to be a lot better trainer than I can ever mm -hmm. be. Right. Outsourcing. Mm -hmm. Always got to outsource, especially with something that you're not as good at too. I agree. 110%. Like too many people try to spread themselves thin. Yeah. And that's why you kind of caught up. So yeah. You're trying to do everything. And, and dude, I mean, look at somebody like the rock, right? Like the rock, he's a good business guy, but at the end of the day, the biggest asset he has is his fucking big ass biceps, right? Like it's his brand. <laughs> and, and dude, it is. <laughs> fucking if, facts. If, if you look at, if you look at, uh, if you look at his companies, like, um, <laughs> Like Termana or any other, like even the Under Armour collaboration, right? Like he has an executive team in place, mm -hmm. like like you were saying, you know, with the Nuck Boys, because he knows that his spot, his role in the team is to be the face and to be the brand, right? He knows that other people can be better CEOs, can be better, you know, at distribution, can be better at marketing and all kinds of stuff. So, um, you know, he just shows up, he does his fucking work, he looks fucking buff as fuck on camera, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he sells his, you know, his fucking shoes, his merch, and his fucking tequila, so... I think that's that's a really good point though. That the, it's good to know that these people they aren't doing everything. Like they're building mm -hmm. a legit team mm -hmm. of fucking people that are better at. Why'd you leave off his energy drink though? Huh? You said everything but his energy. drink. You know, Zoa's fucking ass. <laughs> everything. I'm gonna be honest with you, Zoa, dude. Zoa, the energy drink, the rocks, tequila, trash. Damn. I, I bought it once for fucking. I remember this. It was a fucking Fourth of July. It had just came out. We thought it was gonna be a banger. We, fucking we drove rented. 40 minutes to get this tequila. We were at a big-ass fucking mansion oh, fucking shit. celebrating. Uh, Freddie remembers this shit. We were at a big-ass fucking mansion in the fucking hills for the fucking weekend. Mm -hmm. It was like a, like a five-day fucking thing, four-day thing. And we Termana came out. We're like, fuck, dude. We're going to have 4th of July. Because you can see the fireworks were yeah. all of fucking LA, dude, from the hills. Um, we're going to take some fucking shots. <laughs> Everybody take a shot. Everybody was fucking disgusted. <laughs> Worst that bad? Tequila. Not bro, one person that. said it was good. Bro, Costco tequila is wow. better than Termana. I'm sorry. Shot fired, bro. But you know the crazy thing? He's bigger than me. I can't fight him after but you guys say this shit. The crazy thing is we also bought it because we, it, it goes back down to the eyeballs, right? The whole marketing that he has and everything that he presents, it's all freaking brand, bro. Like, bro, it's like the Balenciaga shit we were just talking about last interview. Is like they can create a trash bag and people will buy it mm -hmm. because it has Balenciaga on it. Balenciaga That's literally why it's the brand. My brothers bought Supreme sandwich bags. 
Like literally, like they're literally sandwich bags, little Ziploc bags, and it's a Supreme. And I think he got it off like go to Stock X, where he had it. He paid extra. He waited up for him, and like he doesn't open them. Like he doesn't use them. You don't even use them at all. No. It's everyday shit, <laughs> yeah. too. That's why I don't. Supreme too, branding, marketing, genius. Supreme, Supreme they're, 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 <laughs> yeah, dude. But I mean, you know, going to the celebrity thing. I mean, the Zoa shit. That's a good. That's a good fucking catch. I left it out because it's fucking yeah. trash. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, everything but that. <laughs> but the marketing be the reason. Marketing, everything else, for presentation, ten out of ten. Like to this day, I know it's not good. But every time I see The Rock post something about it, you want to try it. I want to try it. You wanted because you just assume like I could have got better. They could have fixed this. Thousand percent. Yeah, and the fucked up thing is like Anthony said, like how we bought the Terramana, like. We bought, I bought the fucking Zoa and like I bought a bunch of like I bought multiple because times. you love that brand. Yeah. That's the important part because you love that person behind that mm -hmm. brand. I bought his clothing though, like his clothing, his activewear, ten out of ten. Oh, his shit. Yeah. Fire. Lights out. Bro. What's crazy though is I remember you guys were hating on my energy drink selection. Now you're drinking Celsius, so I just want to throw that out there. All right, but if you go, back I'm pretty to my, spot on with all this stuff. If you go back to my fridge, open it up and tell me what you see. It is Albany. Well, you know, like, they're probably <laughs> expired too. They don't even make them anymore. Well, on the topic of, of energy drinks, though. Let's hear it. I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the hat to fucking Bang, dude. 300 milligrams. Bang has 300. They milligrams probably lied about it. Three, like it had, maybe maybe it doesn't have the superhuman creatine that makes you fucking that gives me biceps. I'm like sorry, yours. Nate, it doesn't have roids. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what they swore was in there, though. That's yeah, the that, part that's that I, I I don't get but it. Bang to me, Bang Celsius is my my second favorite for now. It's like the it's like the middle child, you know. Like I love it, but I rather you know. Go with go better with than bankrupt, bankrupt. So yeah, since did, yeah, tried. okay, so on the same topic of bang, top three energy drinks so far for you. Ooh, that's tough. Why do I get this question? All right, so I'm gonna go Where Celsius number one. Those are Alani's are pretty gas at number two, and I would say you guys are gonna hate me too. But those sugar free Red Bulls. Oh my god. Or zero sugar. There's two different ones, but the darker can fire. And you know what? I, I never fucking seen the stupid ass black can until he said it, and I was like, bro, I've never seen that shit. That shit doesn't so exist. fire. And then. Um, now I looked and Arco like I was like, damn, they do. Have They're always that. there. It's like yeah, the sweetener's like, different, is what it is. Like uh, one of the sweeteners is different than the other. No, That's like bad. better. It's just like a little bit more healthy. Honestly, right now my top three is Bang, Rain. Well, I don't know. I think I think I think um, I think Celsius overtook Rain, but I, I'm gonna go with Bang, Celsius, Rain. Those are my top three. Okay. I think for me, easy. It's, it goes. Uh, I think for me, yeah. I think for me, easy. It goes Bang, Ghost. And then rain for sure. I'm not gonna lie, I thought you were gonna go bang bang niner gang, but we're done with that for the year, right? We're done <laughs> that with that. Been, that Are we done with that for the year? No more bang bang yeah, niner gang. Until our quarterback we're comes cool. back, so we get a quarterback on the field, we might be done with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the worst part is? The Niners are on their third quarterback, uh -huh. and uh, I think the Steelers were on their first quarterback, huh? First or second quarterback? That's we hard. rebuilt already. Oh. We our rebuild year was right. literally successful. <laughs> you didn't make some. the playoffs. You're still building. And we should have made the playoffs. Make the playoffs Kenny P building. balled out, bro. bro we were like balled out. Kenny P, shout out Kenny P, KP, balling. Baby hands. Know. He's no Brock Purdy, but you know. <laughs> Brock Purdy, bro. Brock Purdy has like, like four of the best okay. athletes in the NFL. At the like in oh, just pro sports, bro. So like did Josh Johnson. <sighs> so did Josh Johnson. How did he do? Bro, he's old as hell. They didn't trust him, bro. Trust <laughs> what? Him, bro. bro, if if Shanahan is putting Debo in the fucking backfield and handing it off, <laughs> bro, yeah. he did that every with Brock Purdy, but not not every fucking play. <laughs> like he didn't even let him sling it, dude. And he he had a couple throws that were in half. He sling it a couple times, but after but he after he dropped the ball when it hit his hand, Momo was too yeah. fucking big for yeah, the guy. Too That's big. Right. Too All big. I know is there's no more bang bang Niner gang, bro. That's I'm just no done <laughs> done <sighs> done. We'll leave that there. It's all right. You'll be all right. It's always next year, right, or something like that. 
Yeah, it's always Dude, so okay. So, um, you know, you could you could argue that uh, Mr. Johnson is a little bit blind. Uh, Mr. If, Johnson, <laughs> he's an old dude, man. And you know, the, the thing is that if oh Mr. Beast had known about that, Mr. Beast probably could have purchased his fucking surgery to let him see again, and maybe he doesn't fumble. That was a maybe. smooth. That was a smooth segue. I like that makes you feel better <laughs> about the Niners' loss right there. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, they were trying to cancel Mr. Beast. If, if you don't know, obviously you know who fucking Mr. Beast is. And if you don't know, you're living under a rock. That's just a fact. Um, but Mr. Beast, right? He healed. What was it? I think a thousand people. Dude. So Mr. Beast. I, I don't want to say healed because that sounds like he's Jesus. But no, bro, that yeah. literally. I was like, is Mr. Beast him? He's returning in the flesh. No. So 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 what it is is Mr. Beast paid for a thousand people who were blind to have like a procedure to to make them see again or to to get them to see that for the first time. And the craziest part, dude, is even after all that, he did it. He made it video about it the video went viral it was crazy and for the majority part like most people were saying it, it was it's awesome you know like for someone to do that for for people like that it, it's one of the biggest things but somehow dude somehow twitter still found a way to turn it around and make it bad the like, negative of it yeah they're trying to make it bad like he was i mean he could have healed dak prescott bro this dude's over here throwing like four picks a game no he just, clearly has vision problems. you know you know what that's that prescott problem is it's his mattress bro it's no, definitely it's his not. sleep number or I whatever promise you, i have a sleep number is there's that's not the problem i promise you that's not the problem <laughs> that's funny dude but i mean what was that tweet because you showed me that tweet of, okay uh, so we're gonna read the tweet we're gonna word read the for tweet. Word. It's, a, it's a funny fucking tweet dude. it's very true though better than that greta tweet that you know got andrew tate put in prison <laughs> all right so not to mess up I'm, I'm gonna read the tweet word for word so I mean, this is kind of summer some this kind of sums up what happened. So, um, Mr. Beast tweeted, Twitter, this is, this is kind of like in, he's mocking Twitter, right? So he said, Twitter, rich people should help others with their money. Me, as a Mr. Beast, said, okay, I'll use my money to help people and I promise to give away all my money before I die. Every single penny. And then also Twitter, Mr. Beast is bad. <laughs> so, like, it, it, it's crazy, dude, because he did something like, he really changed these people's lives, right? He did something that... Not a lot of people are ever going to get a chance to do ever. And then somehow people are saying he's chasing clout. He's chasing views, which to me in my mind, dude, I'm like, dude, this guy already gets 50 million views on his YouTube. Like, what does he need to chase other views for? Like, it's not like he needs clout. Exactly. He doesn't need any clout at all. Like everyone knows who Mr. Beast is. I mean, he could have did it without saying that he did it, but I feel like it was pointless. You might as well. If you're doing it, do it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I see both sides, right? Because some people are like, oh, you got to be charitable. Like you got to be charitable and silent, right? But dude, no, I feel like. I feel like that matters. I'm sure he's charitable because I mean he has. Um, that's his whole thing is being charitable though. Yeah, well, dude, and that's he has, his whole he image. Has a big old, he has a big old nonprofit dude that it's been running in the background for God knows how many years already, and he's not always making content about that, you know. Um, and, and either way, the media, dude. I mean, the media will cover when like a big actor, or actress does something positive, or they go to freaking Africa and like build whatever, right? And they'll cover that stuff. So uh, to me, it's it's the same thing. I don't know. Like I don't I don't see the. I don't see like the the hate. I don't see the reason to hate on. So so a good point that um I think that big guy the news guy his name's Keemstar or something like that. You guys know what I'm talking about? Fucking Keemstar. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So so I just even hearing Mono's that name about, though. So, so Keemstar, right? He, he did a pretty cool video where he cringe. He's just so cringe. Is that the guy that talks in front of the laptop with the mic? <laughs> uh, what he was talking about was he was saying that he was saying did Mr. Beast do it for money? A thousand percent yes. But what people don't know is that Mr. Beast said that like. The more money he makes, right? He wants to give it all away. So obviously, the more money he makes, he's only going to be giving more. So more like, away. He's yeah. generating more to give away more. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like that kind of shows just society, though. Is we we can have somebody doing something so positive, and somehow society will find a way to like point it and and put it in like to a negative. You know what I mean? Like there'll be like ninety nine good things, and they'll only remember the one bad thing. 
yeah, that happen, or they'll like, somehow try to like pin it to being a bad thing. Yeah. I feel like it depends on the person too, dude. Because I mean, the, the Reddit warriors, yeah, for, for the majority, yeah, the Reddit warriors. Because for, for the most part, the majority, the Reddit, everyone agrees that like it's a good thing he did, right? Like it's an 100%. amazing thing he did, life changing. But then there's always going to be that one person who's always like negative at the parties. They're going to be super negative about every freaking thing, and those are the people I think that are really like kind of kicking back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure, like, you know, he did what he did, and you could paint it, like, you know, you can paint the picture a thousand different ways, but ultimately, I mean, when you objectively you look at it, I mean, he helped a thousand people see that. Probably we're never going to see ever again had it not been for, for him, so. That goes back to the whole saying that, like, money is the root of all evil, right? Like, I feel like so many people have this crazy idea that the more money you make, or if you make a lot of money, that you're a bad person, and I think that it goes back to the saying as well, like, money, money just exemplifies and brings out who you really are, right? thousand percent uh, especially like you look at people like mr beast right there's people like him and there's other people that are like filthy rich right but they don't maybe they don't donate or do stuff like that for people as much and i think i don't know man i think a lot of people have like this negative stigma towards money or being like rich like that like mr beast but and i mean you know like like you said you know it just it just mm -hmm. exemplifies who you are it like augmentates who you already are as a person there's people that don't have money and are really bad people like they 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 have zero money, poorest people in the world, and they're still the like rudest, mean person in the world. Like there, there's that person out there, a thousand percent, dude. I, I think that I don't know, man. I, I don't think that. I feel like just we all have an ex out there like that, huh? So we all have an ex out there like that. in the back. <laughs> let's go. Let's go into that, Nate. Let's let's go into the list of Nate's exes real quick. Let's not. I don't think we have <laughs> enough time for that. You know, I feel like as a person, dude. I feel like my thing is this, right? If he needed clout, like when Six Nine was doing that back in the Six Nine era, if you guys were there for the Six Nine era, which I wish none of us were there for that, when he was going out and like feeding people or giving away money, like he was doing that for clout, obviously, and it worked for him. But like Mr. Beast doesn't need clout, so there's no point other than to help out. You know what I mean? I think that's where it kind of goes down to, because why? Like, why else would he? post it everybody oh clout money but same time he already has money he already has clout so there's nothing to gain yeah. well, dude, by posting I mean, it and he's been doing that dude he's been doing that for like man i don't know how many years now like seven this eight guy years gives away already. lamborghinis he gives yeah, away lamborghinis it's, it's his whole niche so yeah. it's like come on you can't. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't, yeah, I don't shout out mr beast that. he's like jesus making a thousand people see again <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so obviously that was a lot to unpack and obviously if you're watching at home um <laughs> we went all over the place man but we had a lot of fun on this so this is the first time we ever did a, a podcast like this like an episode um just us and uh, we had a lot of fun man but like we always do here at the all aces podcast we're gonna end it with one final question the same way we do every single guest every single episode and uh, we're gonna ask our host like actually the same question we ask our guests and so we'll start off with nate um and i'm gonna repeat it and then we'll kind of go one by one to see how we would answer it and um it's gonna be interesting man because we've never actually answered it ourselves so the question is for you guys at home if, you, if this is your first time watching our podcast never heard it before it's kind of like a situation-based question right where imagine a picture young nate right or young danny right where you guys are young and you're kind of going through the struggle. You haven't had any success yet. You're not the the buff personal trainer you are. You're not the six-figure immigrant that, that turned all your success you've turned into, right? What would you tell that younger version of yourself to get through those tough times and to, to let them know everything's going to be okay? Ooh, that's a tough question. And I always think about this too every time we <laughs> ask somebody. But it's so crazy um, being on the other end of it. I would say to myself that um, without the journey, without going through the ups and the downs, you wouldn't be who you are and who you need to become. 
So take every single lump, take every single high, every single low, let it make you the best version of yourself for you, uh, your family and everybody around you and just continue to push even when times are hard because that's when it's that's what's going to make you the best you. And as I always say, a scaled sailor has never sailed over a mellow sea or something like that. Hard times make you who you are. So just embrace everything that you go through and then everything's going to be okay. I think I would tell my younger self that uh, it's kind of simple. Like you, you can't lose if you don't quit. So like if you never quit, you'll never lose, you know. Um, I know there's going to be times where you feel like quitting or you feel like there's no way out, but you didn't quit. And as long as you don't quit, you know, you won't lose and you'll get to where you want to be. That's awesome, bro. Those are really good points. And I, I guess to finish it off, how I would, the advice I will give to my younger self would just be, I think I have confidence in myself. I feel like when I was growing up, I really had, didn't really have too much confidence back then. And so I would just remind myself, like, you're enough everything you're going to be doing, everything's going to work out in the end. And um, to just take the risk, every single risk that you're scared to take right now, if you take it, it's all going to pay off 10x in the future. So that, that's that's probably what I would say um, to my younger self. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely a little bit weird answering the question that we always ask the guests. I know that when we're on the other side of it, I've always kind of thought about it myself, but never answered it like in my head. And so it's kind of cool to kind of put that answer out there on the camera for sure. But already, guys, that wraps it up for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all the love, comments, likes, subscribes, everything you guys show us, all the love and support. We appreciate it, man. It doesn't go unnoticed. Every single comment, like, we all go through it. And uh, we appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the All Aces Podcast. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.